Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and entrepreneurs how to monetize and grow their businesses. This is episode 12 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today we are talking to Crystal Rose of RebelliaClothing.com as well as HeyLittleRebel.com where she is giving us an insider's view on creating a product for a targeted audience. We're diving into the path that she has forged for herself on her entrepreneurial journey to creating her own clothing line. Okay, guys, we are going to dive right into this. I am here with Crystal Rose of RebellaClothing.com as well as HeyLittleRebel.com. How are you, Crystal? I'm good. Good. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm so excited that you're here with me. I, um, Crystal and I actually know each other. We live in the same neighborhood. We met <laughs> at a book club, which was totally random. I don't know if either one of us has gone back to the book club. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Once, that's right. So um, I'm really excited, though, to introduce my audience to you. You're just, I've always been blown away with all the different things that you have going on. So can you tell my audience a little bit about your site as well as the clothing line? and everything you have going on? Yeah, so originally this idea came from, um, I've been working marketing for a long time. I had a women's magazine for a long time and I was kind of like done with those and I I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. (laughs) Um, And so I got into fitness and um, one day I was just in a dressing room and I had like $300 in gift cards. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to buy some stuff. I'm going on a trip. And I left like in tears. And for the first time, it wasn't like, oh, I need to lose 20 pounds. It was like, what the heck? You know, nothing fits me. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm working so hard on my body. Nothing fits me. So I just felt really frustrated about that. And I was like, there's got to be, there's got to be something, you know, why not me? So I decided, okay, we're going to, we're going to dive into this and we're going to make clothing that fits women with athletic bodies. Um, easier said than done. <laughs> it was almost two years ago. Um, and since then it's really kind of just evolved. Like it started with designing and then I realized like how horrible that really is and how that's just like not the world I want to be in. Um, and so now what the site is rebelliaclothing.com is it's just, you know, it's a destination for women who, um, have athletic bodies. They can go and they'll know that whatever they order, it's going to fit them, whether or not it's going to fit them because it'll fit their measurements or because we're going to tailor it to their measurements. So that's kind of like the evolution of that and where we're at now. So talk to me a little bit about the fitness aspect. Have you always been like, were you athletic in high school? All of that? No, no, (laughs) no, I was the girl for like the majority of my life was always on some sort of diet, like some yo-yo thing, like slim fast, lean cuisines, you know, like HCG, like let's drop 10, 20 pounds as fast as humanly possible. And it was like my self-worth was always tied to the scale and to that number and to like how I looked. And even when I hit the number I thought I wanted, it was like, it was just never enough. So I actually kind of got dragged kicking and screaming into a CrossFit gym um, by my husband. And, you know, I was like, this isn't for me. I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to look like a man, whatever. And then I finally, you know, ended up trying it because they had this like lighter program that the gym was offering. And there was like no, no um, barbells, right? 
Okay. So I went and I did it. And then after a couple months of doing that, I was like, you know what? I think I want to, I think I want to lift like weight. I want, I think I want to get stronger. Um, and I did that and I found some inspiration online and I, you know, I started lifting weights and it was crazy how like self-worth and like happiness, like just skyrocketed, you know, no matter what I was really looking like. And so now it's like, you know, I'm really happy with my body, but I don't think I ever would have gotten there if I hadn't like really fell into fitness and like lifting weights. So definitely not, you know, I was a dancer. I was into like musical theater and stuff like that when I was younger. Um, but it had to be like fitness. I didn't feel like fitness for me to do it. <laughs> and I feel like CrossFit totally fits you as a person too, because you're just one of those, you just impede strength just from your personality. So CrossFit, I think just makes sense as far as physical, because it's just more strength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I started with like the CrossFit realm and then I got more into just like lifting. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't really want to run around and <laughs> suck wind. <laughs> So yeah, it's, I think it definitely fits, you know, my personality and who I am. And, and, uh, I feel like I finally get to like wear my strength on the outside. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're all over social media as far as, I mean, you and I have had lots of conversations about (laughs) Um, as far as Instagram, where do you feel like, well, not even Instagram, but just overall on social media, where's your following kind of lie? Do you feel like you have a specific audience that's targeted towards the clothing line or where do you feel like it lies? Yeah, you know, I, it's funny, because on like Instagram, for example, I started just kind of posting like funny fitness stuff. So my, my feed is mostly like, in like fitness humor. Um, and then I'll post like pictures of me like lifting and this, that, and the other thing. Um, I realized like, you know, I'd post a selfie, and I'd lose a bunch of followers. I'm like, I don't like that, you know, which normally people like selfies, but um, you know, I'd post a picture of my dog, and, and they weren't having it. So I had to start like kind of a separate like personal account. So that's like my business and like personal. And if I want to post my husband or my dog, you know, people appreciate that. But my um, Excel Rose is just, just fitness. That's it. Inspiration and stuff. So that's grown, um, you know, kind of, kind of big for, you know, not really trying super hard to do it. Um, And that's, you know, that's really my target. I mean, I have a lot of female followers. It's not just like the men who like, you know, want to get a glimpse of, right. of a girl half naked working out. It's, you know, I have a lot of like, um, women who follow me and that like really appreciate what I'm doing. So yes. yeah, I, I would say it's pretty niched. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And Instagram, I think has a habit of doing that for sure. I definitely got pigeon pulled yeah. real quick for me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is- <laughs> now with Hey Little Rebel, do you primate, do you write about fitness or where, what direction does Hey Little Rebel go? Who's your target write- audience? I, so it's a lifestyle blog, but I do write a lot about fitness. Um, but more so just like when I was writing about relationships, which I do sometimes too, um, it's that mental wellness side of it, as opposed to like lose 10 pounds or like how to get toned abs, you know, it's more of like, um, like not giving up on your fitness journey or how to deal with people who don't support you or, um, you know, kind of like eliminating this crazy negative self-talk we tell ourselves, you know, kind of like relating a lot of the mental stuff to, um, fitness and there's a lot of body love in there too. So it's not, it's, it's definitely very fitness focused and, and it's evolved more so, um, as I've grown myself, but it's, it's a lot of that, uh, mental stuff that I think anyone on any sort of like fitness journey, weight loss journey, or just being a woman like can totally relate to. Yes. 
Absolutely. I totally agree. Now, what would you say the toughest part about being an entrepreneur is? <laughs> I know. Did I catch you off guard with that one? <laughs> because I feel like you've done so many different things that there's got to be something where you're kind of like, oh, I just wish, you know, a lot of people, it's social media. Um, It can be the time suck. It can be, I mean, for me, yeah. it's balance. It's the, I know that there is no form of real balance with family and work. So um, what would you say? For me, I feel like it's like that there's no like template, you know, like there's a lot of people who are like, Love that. you know, this is what I'm going to do or I'm going to build this. But like when you're really entrepreneurial and you're trying to create something like that doesn't really exist or that it's not your world, like or make something that's already here, like different. I mean, there's no template for that. There's no like rule book. There's no like dummies guide to, you know, this whole thing. And so I, I as much as. I have to be like, oh, mistakes, and, like, they're going to be made, and, like, it's part of growth, blah, like, no, I don't want to make the mistakes, I don't want to make expensive mistakes, and I want, you know, a a straight linear path, and there just isn't one, so I think that's probably, for me, like, the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is just because there's no linear path, there's no template, you're poking around in the dark, hoping you, like, stumble on something awesome, and there are just so many obstacles that you do not, you don't see coming, I mean, dumb things sometimes that are really like paralyzing. Yes. And a lot of times I feel like it's often us doing it to ourselves because we have such high expectations for ourselves that when it takes that little bit of a dip and it doesn't meet our goals, we kind of look at it like, oh no, it's a failure. When in reality, we got to go back and look at it and try to fix it. And And when you're on your own, I mean, you're making decisions in a vacuum. You're bouncing stuff off yourself, you know? And I like for me, I had like this, this like tunnel division, like this is how this needs to be done, right? I want to accomplish this. This is the only path to get there. And it took like a conversation with my husband. I mean, he's not in this world at all, like at all. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you do it like this? And I'm like, (laughs) 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 why did I? Like, why didn't you say this a year ago? Like, how are we having this conversation right now in this moment? You know, and sometimes it just takes getting outside of yourself for a hot minute and being like, oh, wow, I never thought of it this way. And it literally can turn an entire situation around. Yes. And I, it's funny. Awesome at the same time. It's so funny that you say it was your husband because that is our relationship as well. He gets that like glassed over look when I start talking, but then all of a sudden it's like he comes alive and he puts something out and I'm like, really? Why is that so smart? Like, I wish I thought of that. (laughs) I know. It's because they're not like banging their heads up against it all day. You know, it's like, you just don't see it. And they're like, oh, why don't you do this? And it's like... (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. All right. So where do you feel your strength lies? Because you do, you take on, you've kind of forged this path for yourself. So where would you say it lies? I'm very resourceful. Um, You know, like I'm smart to an extent. I'm super hardworking like that. You know, I'm literally tireless, but I think being resourceful is huge for me. (laughs) Um, because whether I can figure out how to do something myself or I can find someone who can do it for me, you know, like I think, uh, being able to just kind of, you know, flip it around and, and, and find a resource or find someone 
you know, who can do it, I think, I think it's huge. So I think being resourceful is, is huge. I'm also very positive. Um, <laughs> like those moments where you're literally like, I could swan dive yeah. right now, you know, like, <laughs> I just tell myself, like, this is, this is the universe, just making it tough. So when you get to where you want to be, you can look back and be like, Oh, I appreciate this so much more, you know? Yeah. And I think giving and kind, like kind is, a big, a big strength of mine too. You know, like I feel like it's really important for me to give back, um, to other entrepreneurs and other people who are like, you know, may or may not be struggling or even just, you know, people in fitness who need someone to like tell them that they're on the right path. Um, I think that's a big strength too, because it really does come back like tenfold when you just give. So I try to give, I try to give more of myself than I ask, which is like not hard to do because I don't ask ever hardly for anything. <laughs> like when I ask, it's like a big deal. But yeah, I try to I try to give like, you know, 70% of the time. Yes. And I feel like too, like when you were talking to me about your company when you were first, I mean, you and I had this conversation. You came over here. It was like dead of winter freezing out. And, yeah. <laughs> and it was over a year ago, probably like a year and a half ago, I want to say. Um, and... I remember you telling me about this and my mind was just blown by everything. And what did stand out to me was that you were still trying to figure out a way to give back at the same time while you were creating the clothing company and why you wanted to do it. And I was really impressed with that. So I totally agree with that, that being a strength. So it's it's super important. I, I feel like to like, you know, any way that you can, when you can, if you have, if you have anything worth having, like then you should be giving really. Yes. So now, how did you put together all the moving parts of a clothing company? I swear, like, when when we had that first conversation, and I talked to my husband, and his eyes glassed over, of course, um, and I was <laughs> explaining, like, what you do and how you're going to create this, and I I just, I couldn't wrap my head around it. So, how? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, like, okay, so a lot of people, when they come to me, and they have an idea, and they're like, where do I start? That's like the biggest thing I think that keeps a lot of people back is they don't know where to start. And I am kind of like, okay, I don't know where to start. So let me just pick a place, you know, like even if it's like a few steps ahead or a few steps behind, then I can start like building around it. So, um, my first, my first move was, well, to ask a couple of people, like, am I crazy for wanting to do this? Like, is this something that like, you, you know, and, and I've had friends that are like, yes, like this is needed, you know, like, right. I would need this. Um, and so the first thing I did was I kind of tapped my network and I was just like, Hey, like, does anyone know any designers or, you know, people who sew or you know anyone in like the fashion industry that can like, you know, if I'll buy you lunch, I'll pay you for your time, like whatever. I, I just need like some insight. So I took a couple meetings and I, you know, I talked to a couple different women and, you know, the first one, it was kind of funny, like, she was like supportive, but like discouraging at the same time. And she's like, no, you shouldn't do it like this. You should do it like this. And I'm like, that defeats the purpose, you know, but I left like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then the second meeting I took, who was with um, the woman who actually is my seamstress now. Um, she owns like a 2000 square foot workshop. I mean, she's really been with me on this whole journey of like as it evolved. Um, and she's like, yeah, you can do it yeah, there's a market for it. Yeah, we can do it this way. And like, I can help you. And I left that meeting like, I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like reality, you know, it's no no longer this like, you know, bubble. So I really have just been working with her and and kind of like, let's try this. Let's try that. Can we design this? And she kind of held my hand through, 
um, the design process. I got some, you know, like I enrolled in a course, uh, fashion design online course, you know, I kind of just dove in and learned as much as I could because you don't know what you don't know until you start digging and it is frightening. Um, and then it just, you know, kind of evolved from there. You know, there's a lot of moving parts. I still have, um, when we soft launch, you know, I'm hoping that we work a lot of those kinks out because I don't know. I have no idea what kinks are going to occur. I, I have I have a list of potential like <laughs> disasters that'll probably pop up, but I don't know for sure if they will or if it'll be a problem. So, you know, just uh, you just kind of like find the moving parts as they happen. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like you, for you, you already had the marketing, like you had a background in that, like, you know how to do that. And I love the fact that you said that you checked with your audience first to make sure that there was a need for it. Because I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make. They fall in love with something, but they don't check to see if there's actually a need, especially from their audience that they already have. So I love that you did that. Um, so now tell me a little bit more about the clothing line. It consists of what kind of articles of clothing? Um, so like the best way to describe it is just like pretty close because, Love <laughs> because I'm like, I mean, I'm in like a tank top right now, like yoga pants, you know, that's pretty much my uniform most of the time, gym clothes, you know, um, not a whole lot of variety there, but you know, I also like to get dressed up and I like to look pretty and I don't want it to be like a heartache every time you know, I, I shop or I look for something. So I felt like that's what was really missing. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many athletic wear companies out there, athleisure, you know, um, but not a lot of like just fitness stuff that is like focused on, you know, like, like fashion, like for women, you know, fitness women. So that's, um, that's, what's going to be on there. So I've got a lot of really pretty dresses, you know, I've got some like skirts that show off some curves, you know, we're kind of experimenting with different things Um, because, you know, we're all different. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, yeah, maybe we're all into fitness in some way, shape or form, but doesn't mean we're all into the same style. So, cause I think a lot of times too, when people are thinking about clothing and you talk about athletics, they automatically assume it's going to be like t-shirts and like, um, pants. But I love the fact that you're going and you're taking it more like the fashion side of things, being able to wear it out and being able to wear it for work or whatever it might be. Awesome. That's what makes it so hard. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that I am also really interested in is your idea. What do you think the projections uh, for 2017 might be? Like, where do you think everything is going? Cause I know at one point you were talking about possibly doing an app and, um, online video and there's just so many different areas. Right. I feel like that we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my goals really for this year is obviously get this website launched. Um, That's like number one. Um, And then, you know, I kind of like, it's not perfect. And I think a lot of people really want it. Like they want this like perfect, like I'm not going to not going to launch until everything is, you know, and I know right now it's not perfect. I know that there's a lot of things to work on. Um, My goal by the end of the year is right now I'm buying clothing wholesale, buy wholesale, tailor it, you know, um, but eventually what I want to do is bring on designers to private label for us. So like, that's my hope for the end of the year that, you know, we'll have a designer or two that make clothes, you know, for us. Um, which is like kind of where I started like designing stuff, but now I'm like, I don't want to do the design. And if I have, you know, designers that already have like their own 
you know, line already, like then it's just, you know, one little step. Um, and then I, you know, want to be geared up to do my own swim, um, for next year, just like with Victoria's Secret, like cutting their swimwear line. And there's not a lot of swimwear dedicated to athletic bodies. There are a couple that are like doing an amazing job. Um, but it's just like another, you know, facet that I would like to offer and to do it ourselves. So that's like an animal for next year. But, (laughs) and then also, you know, I really want to support women in the space, um, in all different forms of fitness. So right now we are sponsoring, um, a strong woman athlete, um, which is really cool. She's like in the lightweight. I mean, she's like 135 pounds and she's like circus dumbbell, like one hand, like her body weight, like it's crazy. So, um, we're supporting her. I want to have a few more athletes by the end of the year. I'm also going to Africa for our rebel with a cause project. So it's like, there's so many, and I really want to get that facet of the company, like, like full blown up and running. So yes. there's a lot of, a lot of like projections um, on hold until like, you know, that's something we can build out later, but yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I think, I mean, you do, you have a lot going on with it all. So it, yeah, I love it. Absolutely. So now I'm um, tell me timeline wise for your, so you talked about a soft launch. When mm-hmm. are you looking to hard launch? What do you have going on for timeline wise? So, um, my photo shoot, it's kind of crazy. Um, it's happening like next weekend. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's funny cause I was going to do the photos myself cause I've dabbled in photography a little bit for the sole, like not to save money, but for like the sole reason that like, I want the pictures now <laughs> like ASAP. Right. Um, but then I was like, this is insane. I shouldn't do this. So I hired someone, I'm going to have my photos maybe like five ish days later. Um, and then once they're all like plugged into the site, I'm going to soft launch. So I'm going to give that about two weeks. So this is probably like there you go. So I'm now like mid ish March. Okay. Perfect. Soft launch. Yeah. Yes. Mid to mid to late March soft launch. And then like once we feel like we've worked out all the problems and addressed them, um, or, you know, restocked because what if we sell out of everything? Yes. <laughs> So like those problems that you like wish um, then, you know, probably the end of March. Okay. And that's perfect. Perfect timing because when this is coming out and the recording, we obviously did middle of February. So when this comes out, it'll be right during the launch and people will be able to go over. So we want to actually offer an incentive to my readers. If they go to JennyMelrose.com backslash podcast 12, there's actually a link that goes right to RebellionYourClothing.com. And we're going to offer a discount so that if you purchase anything, you're going to sign up for the newsletter so that you can get all the updated material on when the line is available and what the clothing, what pieces are available. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Thank you so much for offering that up to our readers. You were also, before we started, you were telling me about a podcast that you're involved in. Can you tell us a little bit of where people can find that? Yes. Um, so the actually, the girl that we're sponsoring, her name is Jamie Pop Christensen. Um, her and I have been friends for a while, and we FaceTime all the time, like almost every day. <laughs> and then we're like, we're so funny. Like we should do this as a show. So we came up with two strong blondes. It's two, uh, strongblondes.com. If you mess up and type in TWL, it'll go to the same website anyway. Um, and so we're launching that 
we'll probably have a few episodes up by the time this airs as well. So it's really just kind of like, you know, food, fitness, you know, talking about the lifestyle and whatnot, not taking ourselves too seriously, but it's a lot of fun. We have a couple of teasers out right now that people are... (laughs) loving. (laughs) I love that. I'm so excited to listen to it. I'm always looking for little tips. Obviously, I'm not don't quite have as much time as I should put into the fitness aspect of my life. (laughs) It's a goal (laughs) for this year. Um, But I'm always looking for tips. And I love the fact that you come out with the podcast because it's so easy to listen to in the car and wherever else else you're working out doing whatever you need to do. Um, Now, give everyone all of one last time so we make sure that we can everyone can be sure to find you on your sites and where they can find you the best places to find you, especially your Instagram, because your Instagram is awesome. Thank you. Um, So you can find my site. So rebelliaclothing.com and heylittlerebel.com is the blog. You can also get our Instagram, which is at rebellia clothing. And then my Instagram is at Extel Rose. It's X-T-A-L-R-O-S-E. And that's where you're going to find all of our stuff. (laughs) Perfect. And I'm also going to make sure that we link to all of this in the show notes so you guys can actually click through and be able to find all of Crystal's content. Um, Crystal, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I have loved your journey and I love the fact too that I'd like we met and right kind of like in the beginning when you were, you had just met that second seamstress. I feel like when we yeah. first started talking. So yeah. I was like, she's that. my people. I need to talk to her more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. I'm sure you could tell from my conversation with Crystal that I am absolutely blown away by all that she has been able to accomplish. You, again, can find Crystal over at heylittlerebel.com as well as with her clothing line, rebelliaclothing.com. She's also offering a free um, discount to her clothing line, which you can find at jennymelrose.com backslash podcast 12. And be sure that you guys are also members of her Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast. Crystal is a member there as well, where we love continuing the conversation. So if you have specific questions about how to target your audience, how to really reach out to your list to make sure that you're creating a product that they need and love, definitely be sure that you are part of that Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group on on Facebook. You can find it by going to jennymorrows.com and up in the top right-hand corner is a tab that says Community. It will link you right to that Facebook group and you'll be able to join in. Also, guys, we absolutely love it when you leave a review for us on iTunes as well as subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. So we will see you all soon. (music) 